MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is the world famous Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. Yes, we are. And we want to thank everybody for listening all around the world. 326 countries. 36. 136, not 305. He was close. 136. Close 136. I went more countries in there than there really are. 336. <laughs> there's only 200 plus. But He's also we're now, seven feet tall. Exactly. And uh, yeah, they call me Yao Ming Joe. So uh, it is 136 countries. Yes. So thank you for the other two that just jumped on. And thank you guys for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 all around the world. Feel free to give us a call, 800-420-1980, or go to the website and say hello as we've just been getting a bunch of emails, some even acknowledging Chris Franchino. Yes. Franchino. Should I call him direct? Can I just email you guys through here? So, you know, it's working, man. The the, the people are trying to get a hold of us in the right way. We love it. So I love it. So if you guys want to get a hold of us, go to the website, find out how to get a hold of us. Check us out on Instagram and all that stuff at Cannabis Talk 101, and make sure you go to the YouTube page and check out all the videos. Of course, the Pot Brothers are at Pot underscore Brothers underscore at underscore Law and are missing in action. Mark is at Was Law. Craig is at Was Law Dog. They're actually busy with clients because they are actually working attorneys. Blue is at one, Christopher Wright. Hello. I am at Joe Grande 52, and our special guest today is no stranger to the cannabis industry. He's been doing it for a long time, folks. One of the first to do some of the first cannabis transactions in California, Peter Holsworth. Of course, though, we're talking to him as the founder of Fly Soul Shoes. You can check out the website, flysoulshoes.com. Peter is a global cannabis industry expert who travels take him all over the world. <laughs> where he both teaches and learns about cannabis and hemp industry operations around the globe. In 2019, Peter found himself alone in a room in Tapatlan, a small village in central Mexico, where he not only found himself, but he formed a relationship with a family of third-generation cobblers to create fashionable, handmade, sustainable shoes with some of the coolest cannabis looks that you've ever seen. And folks, if you haven't been to the website, once again, flysoulshoes.com. I literally wear a size 13 and squeeze into a size 12. I have my first pair. I, I'm sorry that I didn't wear them today. I think yeah. you look great in them, though. But they felt great. I cannot wait to rock them. I actually look at those shoes as my stage shoes, so to speak. So yeah. I don't want to wear them on a daily. I would only wear them when I'm going to 
be the Joe Grande, so to speak. Well, you can wear them on, on a daily. I can, but Chris Frankino wears them, and he actually ironically wore them today. You're right. So he has good. a lot better style. And you know, and and I like blue likes to make fun of me. Always wear the ridiculous shoes, but I'm into you know just my daily tennis shoe to help support my big fat ass. Well, blue has style too. I mean, well, you know. yeah, he's a weirdo like that. And he always wears these nice shoes and tries to step up his game. And haters gonna hate. He's trying, like hey, trying his line, baby. Either do it or you don't. Ooh. He looks like he's going out every day after work or trying to do something, which is nice. He Try still has that line. young man, you know, mentality. Yeah. I like it. Blue, you are a little too pretty. Me, you know. as long as my shoe color matches a little bit of my outfit, I'm good with I don't care what kind of shoe it is, as long as it has good support. Well, so. what if you had an option for a plant-based, biodegradable shoe that actually doesn't pollute the world, and it'll have hemp How does that even happen, Peter? Talk about fly sole shoes. I mean, how do you sit there with some cobblers and come up with this shit? I mean, how many mushrooms were you on? Oh, uh, copious. Copious amounts. Yeah. But, um, you know, in all fairness... Uh, in 2019, I was in 68 cities in 19 countries. And my law firm that I was working for, Zuber Lawler, um, had me write a manifest of every single one of those markets. The barriers to entry, the, you know, the paradigm of the consumer, the regulatory status. And through that process, I recognized that hemp, the cultivation of ingestible purpose hemp in the United States, has a very short runway here. Because certain facilities in Mexico and Colombia which will inevitably receive DEA import licenses for refined hemp product for ingestible purposes in the United States, they're just mad. They can't, we can't compete. The labor rates, the infrastructure, the ability to grow you know, all year round will simply put us at an economic disadvantage. So I thought to myself, how am I going to save the American hemp farmer? And I said, we got to inspire people to look at hemp and look at these plants as an alternative, as something that can be a replacement for the pollutive aspects of our culture. F shoes, I bet you, everybody listening to this, almost 99, if not 100% of your shoes in your closet right now cannot be recycled. They wind up in landfills. And here is a biodegradable plant-based shoe that's good for the planet. You can put it in the earth, and the next version has hemp seeds in the sole. Does that mean I could plant my shoe and a plant might grow? That's exactly what it means, Joe. Isn't that awesome? Like, That's seriously, you can fucking put this shoe with some soil and dirt around it, and a cannabis plant will grow on top of it. Ba -ba -ba. So not only do you get your <laughs> shoes, <laughs> alert, 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 you also could do a plant. After how, how long does them. one of these take to, to, to biodegrade? Oh, so it does take about it does take some time. I mean, three hundred years. Or? It's going to be nine months to about a year before it fully biodegrades and releases the seeds. But by that time, they'll have soaked enough to germinate and start planting their roots. So uh, we have three. We, in our next That's version, cool. we'll have three seeds in every single soul. So you can plant your soul, and you can sprout a uh, hemp plant. Plant your soul anywhere and get your good old ganja. You know that. You know the. And, and and is it going to be a hemp or uh, seeds? I mean, is it going to be straight towards? Uh, I mean, are they going to no, have no, they'll, they'll, they'll be strictly industrialized hemp, hemp seeds, which comply with the Farm Bill of 2018. Now, now, how do you guys mulch it to get to the 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 shoe? You know, crafting of it all. I mean, how does that process work? Well, so. That's where our, our partners come in because we honor the Mayan culture of Tepotzlan. And our cobblers, our, this family that's been doing this for three generations, they have a specific way of weaving the shoes by hand. The shoes never touch a machine. So this is all handmade. And we cut them and we make big um, stained or woven 
uh, fabric sheets. And then we cut the, the patterns so that the pattern never matches up on the same shoe twice. Every person that orders fly sole shoes, that's your pair of fly sole it's shoes. It's an original. It's yours. That's awesome. And it's been going great. We've seen you just recently at a convention. I think it was Champs. Yeah. And not only were tons of people talking about you seeing you, they're rocking them, people are buying them for their stores. Yeah, we saw and several and people wearing them. I mean, it's just, and every time we've had you guys, and ironically, I mean, I've met you, which is even funnier because we met, and you, we all know who you are from the industry, but we didn't know you were part of Fly Soul Shoes at the time. I had to find out about you guys through a girl that I went to high school with that lived in Colorado <laughs> through fucking some random, like, how do we find out about Fly Soul Shoes? I think that's My girl, Julie Gomes, who's like, you know, random. And then you guys do this. It's just like, how is it that people are reacting to seeing this and feeling it? Because every time I see it, I get geeked out about it. I see people that get geeked out about it. What is the reaction that you guys are feeling? You know, the reason I started the company is because I started to wear the shoes. And I was in negotiations with the family to make these out of him. And I got stopped 27 times at a, well, it was a cannabis conference, but 27 times in a four-hour period of time with people coming up to me and saying, hey, where did you get those shoes? Wait, what's going on? And it, something just clicked with me. I just knew that this was a way for us to just be better. Yeah. You know, I, 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 find, I, it, like it. I find it interesting that, you know, most not, no shoes are biodegradable. Hardly any shoes or 90% of the shoes out there are biodegradable. And I think that it's, it's something that the, the cannabis plant brings to our earth that a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, it can save the world, right? The, these things that have been talked about and how they're sustainable and, and hemp is, is actually a, a better quality than, than, than cotton. And we still wear cotton and, and hemp will last longer and it's better for the earth. And a lot of these people don't know the history of it, nor would they. But, you know, do, how does it compete with pricing? Like, is it, you know, is it, ex, is it as expensive or less expensive? How does that work? Cheaper, wow. more durable, antimicrobial, antifungal, waterproof, washable. Wow. This is uh, this utilizing, we have a mixture in our current shoes of, of a product called Ute and hemp. So the product, the shoe is breathable. It's light. It, it molds to your foot after a while because the, the plants just kind of wrap around you like a little blanket. Nice. You know? And um, you, you, the, they have an advantage here because of the fact that they are biodegradable. If you give a person, I think, in this current culture, in this genesis of our country, you give them an option between a Nike or something that's made from the earth. Right. I think it's a no-brainer decision. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's it's very important for us to all participate in things like this um, because, again, it's biodegradable. It makes sense. It helps people. It helps the earth. I'm sure this family is making a nice living uh, with you uh, on, this pro- on this process as well. Now, do you get any um, you know problems with shipping and stuff like that or moving it across the, the, the borders? Because there may be, you know. That's um, a great question, man. Yeah. You know, we launched a company uh, in the end of 2019, right before COVID. Perfect time to launch a shoe company, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, the first couple shipments that we had, we really had to learn how to play the game of Mexico. Sure. And what I mean by that is, like, hey, you better bribe Everyone, yeah. not just the local guy. Everyone, everybody's got their palm out, 
and you better be greasing those palms. Touch everybody. Yeah, yeah, man. So it took us a couple, you know, times. Thankfully, you know, I, I take myself out of leadership roles as fast as possible when I start companies. So I'm the chief rainmaker of the company. We have a CEO, Jessica Velasquez, who's, uh, you know, uh, former, uh, she used to live in Mexico. She's Mexican by descent, great Spanish. And she was able to really get there and help us with that, uh, these logistical issues. But it is, that's a great question because it's not easy. Right. Understanding how you get product in and out, especially product that has to be labeled the right way yeah. out of Mexico. Sure. But how, and who comes up with these designs? Because as I'm looking at the website right now and looking at these designs, I mean, the flats, the waves are just so out there and dope. And it just, it just makes me go, wow, how did you guys come up with these, like, uh, I feel like it's just straight art. You know what I mean? They're, they're like an art painting or something that you'd see in Mexico. or and It's very stoner friendly. I mean, it's just a, it's a fun vibe. It's a fun vibe, man. Everybody like, is attracted to the shoes. We, we honor the Mayan culture and this town of Tepotlan with our designs. So if you trace all that lineage back, it really goes back to the, the sacred Mayans. And then in this town, there's a pyramid that's built on a 1,500-foot volcanic spire. I hiked that up there. I went up and I, you know, you know, meditated, if you will, by the by this pyramid, feeling the vibe of this ancient culture. It was built in the 1500s. And I came down and I met, the, the first person I met was this family. And it was something divinely planned that, you know, I've been put on a purpose to help, the, you know, help not only, we pay a living wage. We pay a a you know a wage that you can grow a family on in Mexico sure. that you can actually support yourself you can build wealth you can you know purchase property that's very important to us is that we're not shortchanging anybody here well, they are our true partners that's fantastic guys fly soul shoes guys make sure you check them out guys and check this out G4 live it is going down May 12th through 14th May yes. They made a movement because of the COVID. And, Smart move. You know, there's been a lot of people getting sick. And so Vegas is overwhelmed with a lot of people that are getting sick at a lot of these different events. And so they made a conscious decision. And I think it was a great one. So it will be going down at Resort World, May 12th through the 14th, guys. We will be there. Terpene Warehouse is going to be in the building as well. Bud Man Stew, 420 Expressions, Woo! Cali FX, Feel the Effects. What time is it, Joe? Dime time, folks. Grab your pen and take a hit. And Viscous Vape will be in the building, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk One on One here live with Peter from Fly Soul Shoes. Peter, you know, I just just you know, in the in the time that we've sat down, man, you're so knowledgeable about what you you know your product and everything else that I, I really appreciate it because you know sometimes people come in and talk about their products and they don't know much about you know where it came from, why it's here, what they're doing, and they just kind of you know talk about it in a, in a fashion way. And then there's some people that are super educated like yourself, and it's nice to hear somebody that just you know has a, a really good plan for the world well not only plan for the world but peter i want you to elaborate on your whole story in general because when i first met you peter you're uh part of another company and we both met at some seminar in in los angeles both pitching our, our companies reputable that we were working in the cannabis industry but your hands have been in a lot of different jars so to speak so give us your rundown of your experience not only in cannabis but in business as well because you're a major entrepreneur with a lot of business experience. I, uh, you know, I, I'm a warrior for this plant. I actually conducted the very first legally taxed and tracked transaction of cannabis in the United States. I was the CFO, CIO of the regulatory system that the state of Washington selected to run their monitoring governmental system called BioTrack. BioTrack THC. Yeah, and we also built a commercial operating system for inventory management all the way through to point of sale, um, which now runs about 3,100 cannabis operations in 31 states, 15 countries. It'll track about 8.5 billion of cannabis sales this year. And it's the competitor to Metric, which runs the state of California, if you will. And so for a couple of years, I, I helped build that. I raised the initial capital. I restructured the company, blah, 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 blah. I actually even served as the HR director at one point, which is probably... I cannot imagine you oh, being an HR director. a good idea. For those who know Peter, he's not far from HR. Not a good idea. I had to take complaints on myself. Anyways, so I went for there. I, and I, you agreed with them. They're like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. total asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely do not want to 
want to invite him to the after Holdsworth, get in here. Oh, I'm already in here. Yikes. <laughs> um, so from there, I, I got into the California market. I purchased some, um, you know, uh, some dispensary operations. I got invested in a private equity fund that's invested in the distillery side called Arcadian. But most notably, uh, in 2018, I started serving as the director of cannabis client services for a Fortune 500 law firm called Zuber Lawler. And there, I was part of the team that was able to achieve the first ever new dietary ingredient designation and generally recognized as safe designation with the FDA for hemp products and food. We were able to achieve the first ever cannabinoid plant-based patent in the United States, associating it with those two designations of the FDA. And we were the first to articulate what's referred to as the zone of expansion for fully federal trademark protection for a THC containing brand. So interesting to see. And of all that, and then then after that, you got into the fly soul after you. Are you still with that company now? Or are you, so you I actually, I, my grandmother, I was in, I went to, as I mentioned, 68 cities, 19 countries on behalf of speaking around that firm in one year. I had no life. You know, I didn't have a girlfriend. I didn't have a, I didn't have a dog. I didn't have a fish, you know I mean? <laughs> and so I was in Tel Aviv when um, my grandmother died, who I'm named after. Her name was Peter. That's how Scottish we are. Wow. And, uh, you, you know, look like a good grandma. Yeah, I'm, I'm a mama's God bless boy. You, I'm, a, I'm a mama's boy. You and me both. And uh, I've been taking care of my mother and grandmother for 11 years prior to this. And when she died, I was unable to get back to the United States to help my mother mm. and you know prepare for a funeral and you know grieve my family because I had a responsibility. So I went back to the law firm the next week and I said, you're going to double my salary today. I can account for this amount of revenue I brought in. You're going to do it today. And they came up with a myriad of reasons why they couldn't double my salary because I was determined to honor my mother and retire her. So I started, I left and I resigned August 28th of 2019 on my birthday. I wore my grandfather's cufflinks in, the first suit my grandmother ever bought me. And I started four companies that next week. And this, uh, all at once, and this shoe company was one of them. How great is that? Yeah. So it's all to honor my mother, to retire my mother. And it's been very successful. Like we said, we see you at Expos. We see you at doing everything. And every time uh, I think of you, I mean, you've been a keynote speaker at G4 Live. You've been a keynote speaker at a, a ton of other uh, Expos. So it's not like you're just a one-straw pony. You've done uh, MJ Biz. You've done this. You've done that. You're like going a circuit. You're a circuit speaker as well, which is awesome. What are some of the things that you're up there speaking on? Well, you know, what I try to speak upon is an overall message of how we can win this game. A lot of people getting into the hemp or cannabis markets, more specifically in hemp, aren't aware of the global factors that are about to shape the United States market. I'll give you an example. One of our clients in Mexico was a combination of the largest agricultural producer in Mexico as well as the largest generic drug manufacturer. They had a 20 square kilometer environmentally controlled greenhouse wow. where they could they go fresh cut flowers vegetables all sorts of different things but that one facility has the capability and they have the ability to refine it and put it into drug deliveries where they already send to 47 different countries that one company could put the entire u.s cultivation of hemp out of business so what i try to speak about is i try to give people foresight into the future I try to, if you get a start into a brand, you, you know, you have to have these different niches. You have to be aware of the ways you can make yourself bulletproof. A lot of people aren't aware that, you know, you can apply to the FDA now. 
The FDA has given you a pathway by which they are going to regulate this product, and it's going to come sooner before later. And so you better get ahead of that game. And a lot of people, you know, in this industry, being a virgin and you know naive or infant industry, yeah, they feel like it's going to last forever. Yeah, I mean, and they're not they're not aware. They're not taking the time to. Just look into the future a little bit. So I try to speak about what's... I want to be of value to people. Well, and not only that, I've seen you talk about and read stuff on about you and even heard dialogue out of your mouth speaking of the future on using other type of edibles like the mushrooms, which yes. are even ex- exploding more and more in different cities and different states and becoming something. But you've been one that's kind of on a forefront on that. How are you so aware of edibles like mushrooms being so uh, the future of medicine, so to speak, as it was even something that I was at an eight-year-old birthday party yesterday, and we were talking about it yesterday. With the mushrooms? Micro, <laughs> my, not with the kids, with Come the parents. Come on, Joe! And we were micro, talking about microdosing. To to everyone was smiling. Drop, happy. Drop, but they were drop. referring to how when you microdose with mushrooms, it's so great because you just stay happy and consistent the whole time. And, of course, for the medical reasons, it's phenomenal. But it was such a taboo because so many of us back in the day would do a whole eighth, and we're all fucked up for like four, five, six hours where... We think mushrooms and we think that experience rather than, you know, like Blue just swallowed a mushroom right now yeah. and he'll be fine, but just a little cough. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. you know what I mean? It worked. It's the microdosing, taking just a little cap of it, or a little, now they're making the pills, but how are you so, you know, ahead of that game? Well, um, I've been practicing ayahuasca for eight years now, and I'm nearing, uh, you know, this is psychedelics and the challenge of your current reality are the best gift that I've ever uh, received in my life. I got to tell you, I've met God through ayahuasca so many times that uh, she's permanently right here with me. And so, um, but scientifically, what you're referring to is is actually the compound of psilocybin, right? There's there's a, there's thousands of different uh, species of mushrooms. There's only so many that contain the psychedelic aspect of psilocybin. And psilocybin actually scientifically connects and it increases your neuroplasticity. So what that means is anytime you have trauma or um, depression or something, your synapses in your brain stop firing as well as they did, kind of like your spark plugs in your engine, right? And what psilocybin does and what mycelium, which is the precursor of those um, uh, mushrooms which exist in the forest, it connects the, the forest. It allows it to, to speak. It allows sh- trees to share resources, to share water, to communicate. Same thing in your brain. Psilocybin allows for those neurons that have been broken to reconnect. So your brain, you're able to uh, move past traumas. You're able to understand yourself. You're able to be more in the moment. What I'm focused on right now, because psilocybin, although you know it's a, it's a wild adventure that we're going on right now, and it's definitely the next step for therapeutic and alternative medicines that are coming, it's a different market than cannabis. You know, we can smoke and eat the cannabis. We'll be fine. You, you eat and eat the mushrooms, you're going to have a, a challenging effect, right? And so introducing that to a culture has to come kind of the one step at a time. Decriminalizing possession doesn't mean there's a commercial industry up and running where you can cultivate, possess, you know, package and distribute. So that's our next step. But I think it really has to go into a therapeutic. What I'm really excited about, though, Joe, I'm really excited about functional mushrooms, those that do not contain the federal legal psilocybin aspects, like turkey tail, reishi, cordyceps, shaga, lion's mane. These mushrooms have been used by Eastern cultures for hundreds, if not thousands of years, and they have actual real benefits to your homeostasis. And I think we're about to go into what I like to say and refer to as like a great awakening. 
you know, no longer are we going to use these petroleum-based synthetic, you know, BS options that we've been forced down by Western medicine. We have options now. And we have, I love uh, that those options are there, and a guy like you have been exploring <laughs> it. You've been on panels. You've been on companies. You've been doing I've re- read uh, stuff on your uh, LinkedIn, everything else, and with a company, left a company, but still on the forefront of it. And I just find that, you know, like I said, it was a topic at a birthday party I was at yesterday amongst the parents, how more people are open to it now, where in the past, They're just like, like cannabis, can you give me a bag? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't have, <laughs> and, 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 and I find out, no, a lot of these cats around here microdose on it and blah, blah, and, and he explained how he does, and he was like, and this guy's a lawyer. He's like, I'm a lawyer, and I microdose all the time with it. It just keeps me at a good, steady pace. The other guy goes, oh, I love doing it. It just keeps me happy all day. I'm relaxed. I'm calm. And, he, you know, of course, they have four kids each, and so, they need to be relaxed and calm. So it's a good helper for the families out there. You know, I, I was at Raging Waters the other day at the family, and I'm literally in line, and there's these three dudes. They're all yoked up, you know, and, and the guy's like, I think I took too many mushrooms. And I'm looking back, and I'm like, dude, these guys are like the healthiest dudes in the whole fucking place, you know? And the guy's like, I think I took too many. He's like, I told you only to take a little bit. And he's like, I feel great. And the other guy's like, I feel great. And then these other two dudes that came up, and these are not like youngster like dudes. They were like in their 28, 30? No, they were like 50. Shut up. They were like 50. Still yoked out. Yoked. I love it. All of them healthy as hell. All so look like me, stuff. then, is what you're saying in my 50. Yeah, yeah, no. Not as handsome. Not, not oh, even thank close. I um, appreciate that. They have better stretch marks, but you know the the thing is, is is they were all talking about their mushrooms, you know, in line. You know, it's becoming more and more out it's there. It's just yeah. a very common thing, so which is good, and and I think especially when you read the benefits of it on the real medical side, if you have you know brain aneurysms, if you have ulcer, whatever it is that it's really going to help cure, because they're finding out these once again. My same outlook on this is the same outlook I have on cannabis. Let's do more research so we can have a more organic way of treating these things rather than these little white pills that they're fucking giving yeah. everybody. Look at the big brain on Brad over here. This you is know it. what I mean? That's and so yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. love that when we spend the time and money to do the research so therefore we can get that FDA approval on that stamp saying, yes, this little cap does this. And for your weight and your background, anecdotal, you know, even then they look at minority base because you can't look at everything the same for pills, even though they give these little white pills to everybody. And the little white pills are the number one killers for white males. So it's not like it's the number one killers for African-American males or Mexican males, but it's the number one for white males. Well, Joe, let me ask you a question. Do you think Pfizer, Johnson Johnson, Merck, Glaxo has your best interest in mind? No, I think everything's make, around the white money, man. right? Exactly. They're in the business of making money. Of course. And at the end of the day, you know what's not in the business of making money? A mushroom. It comes out of the it earth. Just, it's just it's there. Just you pick being it. a mushroom. You ask the mushroom, you say, what are you doing, mushroom? He's like, I'm just being a mushroom. I'm just growing. Yeah. I'm just here yeah, growing well, and glowing. They don't manufacture it either and put all this thought behind it. Well, it's what they need to do, out. though, is spend <laughs> the money to figure out what it can do and how it does it on these little mice, rats, and this and that, and all this technology that they spend on the same fucking pills that they give these people. Well, just like in Israel, they've been doing research on cannabis Israel's for 25 years. Yeah. This, there's a plethora mountains of research on the benefits of psilocybin. It's just not really exposed to us in the United States as our consciousness because this war on drug, this this failure, I would call it, has just robbed us of all these 
natural homeopathic solutions. And so this is the great awakening, man. We are here to learn about it. We're here to experience it. We're here to become mushroom people, mushroom egos. Peter now, Holsworth, now, you are a mushroom. And you know what? Be, before we go to break, man, when, when does the mushroom pair come out with the mushrooms on it? Because I could see that being a hot I can seller. see fly soul mushrooms That's, all day. Yeah. You, you know, you might want to join the team. You know, I, I think I think it, 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 you know we should do the collab. I feel like I'm on mushrooms, mushrooms when I look at those shoes. Mushrooms, yeah. <laughs> just some mushrooms and some and some some cannabis leaves. Mushroom cannabis leaves. It's cannabis talk 101. When we come back, the high five. The high five with Peter from Fly Soul Shoes. Peace. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess. The 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again. The First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances. And the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a hit, get lit, sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Joe Grande. And Christopher Wright, a.k.a. Blue, your creator, your dominator. <laughs> Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law, that are in court today. Yeah, but we have, of course, our good friend. Peter. And dear comrade who, you know what, for those out there in the game, like seriously, we really like Peter. Like when we see Peter out and about, we're hanging with him, we're banging, we're trying to bring, go to different parties and, you know, just, and, and he's always down for a good party. 
So oh, that's yeah. what's good about Peter. And he may oh, yeah. go a little too long, but he goes hard. Well, I'll tell you guys, you know, I appreciate seeing you because you guys, not only with, you know, your experience in the industry and your voice that you give to the industry, but you have an energy about you and it's attractive. You know, good people raise on a vibration and you feel it. You know when you're around the crowd that you want to be around and when you're not. All right, we'll say Fly Soul Shoes, shoes a few more times. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Fly Soul Shoes. Fly Soul Shoes. Go check them out now. FlySoulShoes.com. Yeah. Thank you for the compliment, though, Peter. It's yeah, not the first no. time we heard it, and we love when we hear no, it. That's the truth. You know, I'm not here to blow smoke up your ass. But you can if you'd like. We've got a pin right over here. Give him the pin. <laughs> what kind of smoke is it? Will I get a high yeah. from it? I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Peter, we want to do the high five with you before we end this show and let everybody know once again, flysoulshoes.com is the website. Go check it out as uh, we all have a pair. We all love rocking them. Matter Except fact, for Blue. When you, oh, Blue, you don't have a pair yet? You didn't go get one when we were there? Uh, I tried to buy them. They were all out the, the, one, the ones I wanted. It happens. It happens. You know what I mean? It really happens. I tried to buy them and then... They didn't have my size, so. Well, you know what? Next time, Peter. I got you. The founder of Fly Soul Shoes. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? I was 14 years old. I got it from a buddy of mine that was a fellow surfer in Florida, and I got high as hell. You really did get high the first time. Yeah, I mean, I I was I went to soccer practice, and I could just remember having the best time of my (laughs) life at soccer practice, like. You know, I thought you know, it was boring every other time before that. And then I found the, the, this beautiful plant and life was like, I see color for the first time. No, nice. I really like kicking balls and running. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? So last time I, uh, I, I, I think I went with them. I'm actually going to reform that answer. I'm going to say I like a nice uh, backwood with some maybe OG. And if, if we're really go throwing down, if you could throw a little like, you know, Hash in the middle, like a little snake. Nice. When you said throw down, I thought you were going to say a little cocaine in it. Just uh, a little cocoa puff. I mean, make it really illegal in, uh, in every state. That would be fun. <laughs> uh, like a little hash. Make it go cracking where I, I can't feel running. my nose and lips and chin. And dro- <laughs> what happened? I just got done smoking one of Peter's joints. <laughs> I don't know why when I see you go stop, I know it's totally out of line. That was a $150 joint. <laughs> yeah, that would cost you more. <laughs> For those who have partied like that, you know so, what I'm talking so it's about. A backwood, so it's a backwood. And uh, and with 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 a worm with a worm like a mm. nice hash worm yeah yeah nice, nice. Hash worm. make it a good so shout out right shout out to uh, cano- you know uh, cannoli cannoli yeah. hooked you up cannoli makes those huh they, that, that was the one question number three of the high five with Peter the founder of Fly Soul Shoes craziest place you've ever used cannabis or smoked I smoked on the Eiffel Tower in France as I smuggled some weed in because I can't be without weed nice and so I smuggled some weed into France I was on a uh, little jaunt, a little uh, sabbatical, and I was on the Eiffel Tower, and I just lit a joint up right there, and everybody That's looked around nice. and was like, what are you doing? And I said, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, what am I doing? What yeah. are you doing? Why, yeah. why are you not smoking cannabis? Right. That's my question. Yeah. And just they, because they, it's they, illegal in this country, yeah. don't act like such a square. Yeah. Laws are meant to be broken. They yeah, really are, pretty, though. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Oh, man, four. I'm a big popcorn fan. Kettle corn, <laughs> popcorn. What's your favorite kettle corn, though? I love kettle corn as well. You know, the fair. Go to the fair. You know what, though? You can, I always have to fucking you, buy one. You Every time. That. I'm, you, even Disneyland. Downtown Disney, I have to buy it from there. You can't, I'm walking. I'm like, oh, let me get a bag. The part, the part that sucks, though, is you go home and try and make it yourself, and you're like, ah. 
Oh, not that the kettle cool. You don't got the big <sighs> thing. And not only that, I, try, I go get the bag, the quick fix at Trader Joe's a lot. You know what I mean? They have the good kettle corn. Is, is that your quick it's fix? It's decent. It's a quick fix. But like uh, Costco will have a good big bag of it, you know, when they have Monopolis or whatever the big good brand is. So they have a decent kettle corn there. But you're, I love me some I, kettle I corn. I need that sweet. I need that sweet and salty. Exactly. Sweet and salty is the way to go. Question number five of the high five, Peter. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or, or alive, alive, who would it be and why? Jim Carry. Nice. 100% Jim Carry. He is a man that has a spirituality and enlightenment about him that transcends just a conversation. I want to get him high as hell. And he was God. Man, he's, he's, he, he's dope. God. You remember the movie opinion. where he played God? Yeah. Who was God? Yeah, was it uh, uh, Click? No, it wasn't Click. It was, um, what was Bruce it? Almighty. Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. And that, was, shout out to Noel G. We just hung out he with was this weekend. He was in yeah. that movie where uh, yeah. a monkey came out of his ass yeah. in that movie. That, that's Not the first time. Not the first yeah. time. Yeah. It happened this weekend, too, over this, this video yeah. shoot we were doing. They so. just let anybody Awkward. on the show these days. So, Peter, once again, flysoulshoes.com is the spot. Go help the cobblers out that are creating these fashionable, handmade, sustainable shoes that you can plant. And then before you know it, grow your own plants. They are beautiful. Anything else we missed before we let you go? Um, you know what? I, I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate the energy coming out. We're releasing our new Mary Jane styles on the website in two weeks. They have cannabis leaves on them. And in the next version of the shoe, it'll be a complete. There'll be no Ute in it. It'll be a complete hemp upper with a biodegradable hemp composite uh, sole and have those three hemp seeds in each sole. I love that. And for those who are wondering, they still do not have the size 13, but a 12 did fit a 13. So I, I fit my little foot in it, and I felt like a pig in a blanket. So. Snug as a bug in a rug. Exactly. I was able to walk and stomp. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this, if no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.